when you live on purpose and you live with purpose it's not about working and then having time off i was not following my life's purpose and i knew it and i knew being in the situation i was in wasn't working when you have the belief that whatever is happening to you is actually happening for you then you see everything from a different perspective all these challenges that we experience they're there for a reason Welcome to Soul Sisters Get Real, the show that goes deep in who we really are and why we are really here. We're your hosts, Karen from the States and Eleni from Australia. We've had heartfelt conversations as Soul Sisters for years and we're ready to share our truths, stories and life lessons with you. And to inspire you to connect to your truest essence, which resides deep within your soul. There'll be tears, there'll be laughter, and there'll be no holding back. So sit back, relax, and let's get real about the things that truly matter. We are so excited about today's episode because it's all about your life's purpose. And I know that many people out there are confused as to what their purpose is. So we're here to talk about why it's important to follow your purpose, what that actually means if you don't know what it is, and how Karen and I actually did that ourselves. So why? Let's let's tackle the why first, Karen. Why is it important to follow our purpose? It is important to follow our purpose because we don't have purpose. We just run around life without aim. It's like being on a path and not knowing where you're going. I feel like before I looked into and was seeking my soul's purpose, the purpose for my life, God's purpose for me, I felt like a rat on a wheel. And every day was the same. And I was just running, 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 running. And I know a lot of people feel that way. Um, Curious. And I'm sure many people want to know this. When did you find your life's purpose and what did it take for you to get there? Well, like you said, before I did that, we do the usual thing, which is go to school, go to university, aim for good results, want a good job, want more money, continue to get that salary that's even more, even more, even more. But the thing is about living like that is that you are always looking forward to the weekend. You are always looking forward to a public holiday. You are always looking for the time off. And the way that you spend the rest of your life is waiting for the time that you're not working. And so the thing about purpose is that when we find our purpose, does it make any difference to me, whether it's the weekend, whether it's a public holiday, whether it's a Sunday, whether it's a Wednesday, because I just love what I'm doing. And I know that you feel like that too, where it doesn't make any difference to us, whether it's a Sunday or a Wednesday, there are so many people are like, yeah, it's a public holiday coming up. What's a weekend? Or how was your weekend? It's like, yeah, it's the same as every other day because that's the way that I live my life. When you live on purpose and you live with purpose, it's not about working and then having time off. Your life is just what it is. Yeah. And I know for me, a lot of finding my purpose had to do with situations in my life. I had some massive, massive changes, right? The death of my son, a divorce, all in the same same time, same year. And for me, it was getting to that space of seeking, quieting my mind, getting into that space of meditation, 
and really seeking what is my soul's purpose? Why am I here on this earth? And why am I going through what I'm going through? Yeah, yeah. Because there's a reason. There's a a reason you're going through everything that you're going through. Nothing's an accident. And we understand that now. But if if we go back and we rewind to how we used to be, it really became difficult not living from our soul's purpose. It becomes hard. It's, you don't want to do certain things. It's hard to get to work. It's hard to show up to that meeting. It just becomes hard for me before I left the corporate life because I was in there for 22 years. I actually started to have um, panic attacks on Sunday night, like my heart palpitations would start and I would start thinking about the next day and I had to get into work and what I would have to do and how I would have to show up. And it was it felt like I was completely misaligned, like, oh, my God, how much longer do I need to do this, you know, before I retire? And I was yeah, thinking, we call it the Sunday night blues, right? <laughs> exactly. And it's like no way to live. There's no way. That is no way to live where you are dreading your life. Life should not be dreaded. It should be embraced and enjoyed. But this is the thing. This is the thing is that when we're in that space, we're too frightened to get out of that space because we don't know, well, what else is there? How are we going to pay the bills? What are we going to do? And so we're on this, like you said, on this hamster wheel where we're stuck because, well, we think we're stuck because we can't see how else we can live our life. So I'm curious, what is your life's purpose? (laughs) Well, the thing is with life's purpose, it changes, doesn't it? It changes. So when I first left the corporate world, I didn't know what my purpose was. All I knew was that I needed to leave. And I didn't know beyond that. I just knew that I needed to leave the corporate world. I'd been doing it for 22 years. And I said to myself, I can't do it for another 22 years. I just can't. I can't go through that traffic, you know, get into the CBD run another project just to add to the bottom line of big corporations. There's got to be something more. And as soon as you start questioning, this is what happened with me, as soon as it's like there's got to be something more, well, the universe will give you someone that comes into your life and has this conversation. So for me, I don't even remember the lady's name. So I was literally at in the bathroom changing after a morning gym session um in the corporate world and I said how was your weekend and she said well I went and did this course and I went oh that sounds interesting and then the first seed was was almost like well maybe that course would be something I would be interested in doing and so that's how it works the universe will give you a person that can just give you this conversation which just takes you to the very next step yeah and as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking, you know, that's really about being open to it, right? Because we get all these little signs or this person shows up or plants the seed. And if we're not open to it, we're not going to explore it. So you were open to it. And that's kind of how you got started. Yeah, exactly. And how about yourself? You know, interesting, interesting. As, As I was thinking about it, my life's purpose has changed many times. Because Like you said, I went to college, the normal route. My life's purpose was to be a psychologist. That's what I wanted. That was my purpose. 
And then I got married and I worked in marketing for a while and I worked in that field for a while. And then I decided to be an at-home mom. And my life's purpose at that time was and God's plan for my life. And I knew that's what God wanted me to do is to be home raising my three boys. And that was important. That was my life's purpose. And then as the boys got a little bit older, I wasn't sure what I was to do with my life. So I opened up and hypnosis and hypnotherapy fell in my lap via hypnobirthing. And then my life's purpose was to help people with hypnosis go from, like you always say, hopelessness to hopefulness, to hopefulness in whatever it is, right? So then that was my life's purpose is to help people and to change as many lives as we can using the modality we had. And then Josh died and uh, my marriage became very unhealthy. And I went through a transformational emotional intelligence leadership course and realized that I had a big, big life's purpose. But at the time, I didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. I just knew that God had really big plans for my life. And it wasn't in the situation I was in. And it wasn't because I wasn't thankful and I wasn't gracious for everything I had because I had an amazing life in all aspects, except I was not following my life's purpose. And I knew it. And I knew being in the situation I was in wasn't working. So then, as we know, a lot of times we find our massive life purpose, I believe, when we have big things going on in our life, right? For me, it was trauma. It was divorce and Josh dying at the same time, like within 10 days of each other. And I started seeking. I literally was like, okay, what is the purpose in all this, right? What is my purpose in this life? Like, why am I going through this? And and there's got to be a reason for it, right? And it was almost like at that time is when I got hit on the head and I started seeking and I started going inward and I started looking outward. And as I did that, it became more and more clear to me. And it was things like a seed. I can't tell you how many people, probably more than I could count, said to me, the way you're moving through all this, you should write a book someday. Mm -hmm. And it was like seed, 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 right? And as I moved through that, I got very, very clear and I opened up spiritually and I opened up to what could my life's purpose be? I got very clear on my life's purpose. And that is to help hundreds of thousands of people move out of grief, move into joy and hear my story about my son dying and how we have him still like we have all of these beings and spirits and God and on the other side, assisting us in our life's purpose and our soul chose a purpose. And when we're open to it, we follow the plan. And when you do, it is so freeing, isn't it? Yeah. And as you're talking, Karen, it's, you know, what's incredible about, you know, your story is that before you reincarnated to this earth, your soul and Josh's soul had this contract and the soul contract was, okay, so this is what's going to happen. You're going to be my son and you're going to pass really early so that I can then teach the world about how to cope with grief and how to, how to overcome the pain and thrive and, 
and step into our highest expression. It's like it's unimaginable that your soul actually did that because the human mind finds that very difficult to grasp because it's like how could I possibly make that agreement with my son? But we've got to remember that from a soul perspective, life is eternal. So he's not going anywhere. You're, you're going to be reunited and then you're going to do the next thing for your next life. But this is the agreement you made for this life. So when you know it's never ending and when you know that it's eternal, it, you can make that contract with each other because you know there's no end. But yeah. it just goes to point to all the catalysts that we have in our life. That is a very good indicator as to what your purpose is. Like for me, I suffered from depression and chronic anxiety before I became a hypnotherapist. And that was huge in me getting into the era of hypnotherapy and then helping people with depression and anxiety, which is our absolute specialty, the modality that I've taught all these years is depression and anxiety because I experienced it. And so if I didn't experience it, how can I teach it? Yes, yes, exactly. And as you were speaking, when I finally came to that realization that our souls do choose. And, and that was not, that was not like me. I was very like traditional Christian, didn't believe in souls and reincarnation. I mean, souls maybe, but not that soul were a human, a soul mm -hmm. having a human experience, reality or theory, right? When I realized that, and I thought about Josh's life, he was 23 years old when he died in the motorcycle accident, as you know. And when I thought about it, I thought that kid lived more in his 23 years of life than I had lived in my 49. And honestly, it was such an eye opener because I thought to myself, he knew. Yes. He knew He's he was going to have only 23 years. Yeah. This kid did everything. He was fearless and he was no holds barred. And it, it just makes sense. Totally. His soul knew, his human didn't know. Right. His human self didn't know, but his soul knew and his soul would have been whispering the whole time, his higher self, do this, have fun, live your life to the fullest. And that's what yeah. he did. Yes, because there was many times we were more of a conservative family that his dad and I would be like, where did this kid come from? <laughs> like, we didn't raise him like that. He's like, what the heck, right? And yeah. it all makes so much sense. It makes sense when you look back and that's why when you have the belief that whatever is happening to you is actually happening for you, not to you, then you see everything from a different perspective. If I'm going through a difficult time or a challenging time, it's like, okay, this is playing into my life's purpose somehow. So for me, um, depression and anxiety led to me becoming a hypnotherapist and specializing in that area. And I just yesterday had this big realization about the next step for me. And it was because of another catalyst that I've had in my life. And mm -hmm. so all these challenges that we experience, they're there for a reason. They're there so that we could be the teacher of that for someone else who is yet to experience that, whatever that might be. And so when we get back to the point of, you know, the why, the why is we have to, we have to follow our soul's purpose because that's why we're here. At some point in the other realm, we said, hey, Karen, um, meet you down there. <laughs> yes, which is why we're soul sisters. This is why we're soul sisters. Let's awaken consciousness 
um, by talking about things that people are not really conversant with. Let's let's talk about the things that we have learned as we're working things out and maybe this will awaken others in the way that they see their life. And so we actually planned this from the other realm well before we met each other. And that is kind of like so exciting to know that, right? Yeah, yeah. And who would have guessed, you know? And like you said, I think part of soul's purpose and you know, how do we find our soul's purpose? For those of the, those of them people that don't know their soul's purpose, it is about exactly what you said is, how is this happening for me, not to me? When I heard that, as I think about that perspective, many times in my life, I think, okay, how is this evolving me as a soul? How is this happening for me? And what is it doing to help me evolve? And that's even how I look at, you know, Josh going to the other side is how did that evolve me? And in massive, massive ways, which we're going to talk about sometime in another episode about how we got evolved as souls with experiences. Yeah. And there's two parts to that. So one is the catalyst and the challenges that we experience. That's part of our soul's purpose. So whatever it is that is difficult in our life because we learn and we then master that and we get through that and then we can teach that. And then on the other side is is we've all come to this earth with strengths, certain strengths, certain gifts that that are ours. And we all have something. Like for me, I love, I love speaking. And so obviously that's going to be a part of what I'm doing. Everyone has got a gift, whether it's being funny, because that is a part of being part of your, your purpose if it's being funny. It's not, I'm not a funny person. <laughs> but there are other people who are funny. That's so important to make people laugh, to bring joy into the world. Then that's mm-hmm. their purpose. What is what is it that's part of like your unique strength. So you tell me, Karen, you know, one of the things that makes you uniquely, what's your unique strength? Yeah. My unique strength is, is holding the bucket for people, loving people unconditionally, healing, helping people heal through uh, life challenge, life's challenges. And I know that's why I'm here on this earth. That is one of my strengths. And interesting, you say being a speaker and liking to speak because that was never part of my, that was never part of my plan. I've worked really hard because I'm an introvert. I've worked very hard on being public and telling my stories and being vulnerable and authentic and speaking, using my voice because it's not my way of being. My way of being is helping people and supporting people and loving people. And we can always work through things. But it's interesting to see those pieces of us that are our gifts. Yeah, it's interesting what you said, and it's so true. Just because you you haven't you haven't acknowledged that you've got this gift from birth doesn't mean you can't develop it. Of course not. But of course you can develop anything you need to develop. But what we actually come to earth with are we've planned these catalysts from before we came to earth that will occur in our life. That doesn't mean we, we don't have free will. Of course we do. But there's a series of things that can possibly happen to us. And according to our free will, some of those things will happen. And also how, how uh, attuned we are to listening 
to the whispers of our higher self as to how many things happen to us. So if I had ignored all the signs of depression and anxiety, didn't do anything about it, kept being misaligned with my life, kept working in the corporate world, then things would keep happening to me until I started waking up and listening. But I did listen. And so other events happened and that's formed part of the story. And then on the other side are the strengths that we bring into it. There's our purpose. But just to to make it really simple, like really, really basic, this is at the very basic level without even thinking about all that, follow the joy. Yes. Yes. Follow the joy. Yes. I remember it was only a couple days after Josh passed away and I would post on Facebook some of my feelings and I wanted to share some of it. And it always ended with, I choose joy. Yeah. And because I do, like I get to choose joy. We have a choice. And the last thing I wanted was to be stuck in grief. I just didn't want to be there and choose joy, right? No matter what's happening in your life, we all have trauma. We all have hard. And when we choose joy, life is easier. Exactly. And so how do you choose joy? You just feel it. So when you've got a decision about should I do this or should I do that, the best way to decide this is what I do I close my eyes okay what feels expansive hmm that's the way then what feels oh I just no I don't want to do that don't do that yeah it's a check in your gut check your gut check your heart yeah that's yeah whatever the energy is right Right. Yeah. Energy is there. Follow the energy. Follow the yellow brick road. You know, there's so many, you know, with um, the Wizard of Oz. I nearly forgot the name. The Wizard of Oz. It's just there's so much more to that movie than when I first understood it and first saw it about following the yellow brick road and then looking for that purpose and looking for something and then that was the illusion and then it was all inside them everything they were ever looking for was inside them courage was inside them heart was inside them everything was inside them and so we we've come down here with everything inside of us Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. remember remember why we're here if we're alive during this time on the planet when consciousness is going through such a huge evolution and we as light workers are here to awaken um, people to their true magnificence. That's why you're here. We're here as part of the awakening journey. We're all here for the same reason, but we all have a different role. It's like, it's almost like a movie or a play, which you go and have a look at. It's all there for the same reason to inspire someone to think in a different way or to feel something, but every person's got a different part in that movie. Even the behind the scenes people. They all have an equally valuable part. Right, right, right. And bringing it back to purpose, I I have to say, to continue to develop your purpose, and I do this often, is I get into a relaxed state and I really soul search. You know, I get back to my higher self, my soul, and, and I create a vision. I ask my higher self, what is my purpose? I pray to God, what is my purpose? And when I'm seeking, the answers come. Yeah. So, and, and it continues to develop every day. Like I get more and more every day about what it is I'm supposed to be doing, what it is I'm meant to be doing. And I just realized the other day is, 
you know, I have my businesses and those are my income and I'm writing a book. And what just really, really brings me joy is my soul's purpose. And that is working on this book with Josh in heaven. And when I think about it, it's fun for me. It brings me joy like you were talking about. So following it, seeking it, opening up to it is really the secret key. Absolutely. And it doesn't have to be that everyone's purpose is on stage speaking to a million people. You know, this might be um, working in the supermarket and giving joy to everybody that comes past and giving a smile to everybody that comes past. All our roles are different and none are more important than the others. No. And maybe it's being a great parent or a great mom or dad or grandparent. Maybe that's your soul's purpose and that's perfect. Yeah, whatever it is, you joy, follow the joy, always follow the joy, no matter what, follow the joy. That's why we're here. What we don't want is to get to the end of our life, this, this current life, and go, oh, you know, I really wanted to do that and I didn't do that. No yeah. regrets. And the thing, this, is, this sounds a bit um, not, not joyous, but this is the way that I think and it makes a difference in the way that I choose to follow my purpose is that I may not be here tomorrow. Yes. Well, heck yeah. I mean, I think about that a lot. Um, yeah. But you know what just came to me? The song as we as we are completing or ending is um, that song, joy, 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 joy in my heart, joy in my heart today. Do you remember that song? No. Did you know that one? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I love that song as a child. It's kind of a child song. But, oh, yeah. we didn't have it in Australia. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know that song. I don't know that song, but I can feel the energy of the joy, joy, joy in my heart. Right. Um, yeah. So it's all about having joy, following the joy. Life is not supposed to be this big, long, suffering um, life where we're only looking forward to the weekend or only looking forward to our holidays or only looking forward to going away every single day. It's what's the purpose of this day? And it might be to just to bring a smile to your colleague's life. It could be anything. And the purpose of my day was to get on this conversation with you, Eleni. Yay. I yeah. love that. I love that. And who knows what our purpose is going to be next month or in six months' time or in 12 months' time. We're open to the possibility of anything coming our way. Whatever gives us joy, that's the direction we're going to be heading. And it's all part of it. And remembering that I really do believe that um, the previous work that I had, even when I didn't enjoy it, was part of the purpose plan because it gave me so much that I needed for my next step and my next stage. So it's all perfect and it's all divine. Yeah, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yes, what a great conversation. Awesome. I love talking about purpose. Yeah, so follow the joy, follow the joy. Be open to the possibilities that anything is possible. And who knows? Who knows what you're going to be doing this time next year? You don't know, but be open. All right. What an awesome conversation. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Thanks for watching. We hope you loved it. And if you did, please like this video and subscribe to the channel. And remember, always connect to your truest essence. And choose love. We'll see you next time.